Oh, the man that used to be the skipper of the show, uh, he is now running another cutter. It is the England cricket team. Baz McCallum joins us out of Hyderabad. G'day, Baz. How you doing? All right, lads. How's it? Very good, actually. I bet it is very good, mate. I bet it's very good. Uh, what a way to turn around, uh, turn around a test match, mate. I mean, for all those detractors of test cricket, just watch your blokes win over India and the Windies get up over the Aussies. And, man, that is the magic of test cricket. How does it feel? No, it feels good. Look, boys, we're obviously, um, you know, we're a little bit behind the eight ball for for a fair bit of the game, but the belief never wavered, you know. We've got a, we've got a skipper who's got an incredible ability to bind the team together and and uh, and a unit which which fully believes even in difficult um, conditions. Uh, we were able to overcome uh, a very good Indian side and, you know, we, we got a little bit of luck along the way as well and, and ultimately we achieved what uh, the skipper put down as under our current... Um, I guess uh, regime uh, defined as our greatest test, uh, test success so far. So yeah, it was it was really good, and, and we're obviously pleased to to be now one 0 up in a, in a five match series. It's unreal, Baz. It's uh, it was test match cricket as well and truly alive. There was two games simultaneous that were taking place, and I was switching back and forward watching them both all unfold, and the results that probably many. Never really predicted, but tell us about that belief throughout that match, particularly after that first innings when you were rolled for 246 and then India put 420 on you, mate. What, what was said in the change rooms? Yeah, was, we're sort of, we're pretty calm, to be honest, mate. We, we thought 240 odd was actually a pretty good score on, the, on that surface at that stage. I think the wicket sort of, it kind of, it was a little bit tacky to start, so it turned a little bit more mm. than... Um, during that stage, and, and then we felt that that it sort of naturally slowed up a little bit, so batting became a little bit easier, and we were hopeful <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that the wicket would then start to take some some real bite later on, and and I think it did. So, you know, we we're you know we we're, we we're content with 240 odd, and and we had a couple of things go against us, you know, um, some tight calls, and and a little bit of luck didn't go our way um, when we bowled, um, but we. We kind of hung in there, and and I thought the attitude was fantastic right the way through, and you know we we were able to see one of the greatest innings I've ever seen in the subcontinent from a from an overseas player and Ollie Pope's 190 oh, odd, yeah. um, and then you know the guys guys chipped in around him, so it was it was really impressive from 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 that point of view, and then obviously when we when we had our turn to bowl and, and try and bowl us to a test victory, the guys really stepped up, and young Tom Hartley who. Uh, who's on debut and who's only played you know a handful of first class games and was probably a bit of a punt selection wise um, but we saw something in him that that we thought would uh, would work over there and he's a tough character and, and the way that the skipper handled him was um, was quite remarkable and and he obviously bowled us to a test win so yeah there's so many different emotions you know like for a period mm-hmm. there we were we were obviously under the bat <laughs> uh, and then to be able to come out on top. Um, you know, the guys have, have taken a lot of confidence and we're really pleased last night, but also know that it is a long series and, you know, we've, we've got some work to do and India will bounce back, bounce back strong, but we certainly celebrated last night. You love, you love seeing new names burst onto the scene. You've got Samar Joseph over in the West and he's bowling some absolute heat and they've got Hartley bowling for uh, for, for England uh, getting a test win. Just Just tell us about that. Selection. He's only played a handful of domestic cricket. Well, very few, really, really inexperienced. What did you see? And what were you saying to him after that first nine overs he bowled? I think he went for for 68, two sixes in his first over against Yasmal. 
and uh, mate, he was under under the pump. Yeah, you know, like, like when we picked Tom, it was sort of people raised their eyebrows a little bit. But let's not forget, and I think this is quite a pertinent point. Like, like Nathan Lyon, he only played I think a handful of first class games and averaged forty odd when he first got picked for Australia, and he's gone on to have a fabulous career. You know, like when you see when you see guys that you think who are good enough. Um, and who you think are going to suit the conditions? It's sort of horses for courses. So you got to back you got to back your judgment on things like that. And and he was a guy who who we saw a little bit of, and and we thought he might um, you know be able to uh, to be able to perform in conditions like this. And you know no one ever foresees seven for sixty odd on debut or nine for the match. Uh, you got what sixty odd runs, a, a run out in a cat. Yeah. No one ever foresees that. But yeah, sometimes you just got to. You got to be a little bit brave as well with, with selections, and if you like a character and you like their skill set, and you think it's going to be suited to the conditions, then then it's kind of an educated punt. So look, he was fantastic. I thought the way that that the captain, you know, Ben Stokes, the way he handled uh, Tom Hartley in the first innings when he bowled him an extended spell, regardless of the fact that he was getting um, put under pressure by by the Indian batters, I thought that was was a real sign of of leadership, and also it was a clear message to not just Tom but but those that are around the squad that, you know, when we talk about freedom, we talk about taking the game on and trying to come in and make a difference. You're not going to be cast aside or, or taken on, uh, taken out of the crease, uh, taken off the crease, sorry, from, you know, the first sign of danger. So, you know, I thought it was it was a magnificent sort of decision by the skipper to do that. And I think, you know, it, it allowed Tom to, to feel like he belonged and he knew, his, he knew what his role was. So, you know, it came up trumps in the end, but, you know, you've got to have a bit of a punt sometimes, and this one came off. It did indeed, it did indeed. Uh, what about Joey Bashir, mate? I mean, you know, we uh, all know about the issues he had with a with a visa and, uh, you know, there might be some political overtones to that given his Pakistani heritage, but uh, he's back in the camp now. He'll be he'll be, he'll be part of uh, preparation for the second test. How's he feeling about things, and, and did that situation help gel the team even more? Yeah, look, Bashir, he, um, he was obviously with us during our camp in Abu Dhabi and he really impressed with with his skill set. He, he fitted in seamlessly within the group and he's a guy who's got an immense amount of enthusiasm, albeit at a young age and, and pretty limited in his his first-class experience. But he, again, like Tom Hartley, he was a guy who we looked at and we, we thought he, he's got some skills which which could assist us in these conditions. And, um, you know, well, obviously the visa... But, Situation. That's just life, right? Like sometimes that happens, and mm. um, and you know everyone was doing everything that they could to try and resolve the situation. There's just some red tape you've got to cut through at times. So, you know, he's here now. He turned up yesterday. He turned up at the perfect time, really. Uh, when he arrived, the boys <laughs> gave him a huge a huge cheer, and um, and he got to witness <laughs> something pretty special um, with with the fellows bowling uh, bowling us to a test win. So, look, he comes into cal- into calculations for the the next test match. Um, if the wickets continue to spin as much as what we saw in the first test, um, as the series goes on, look, we won't be afraid to to play to play uh, all seam, uh, all spinners or or, uh, or a balance of, of what we've got. So you know he, he'll be excited, but it's great to have him here. He's he's a great kid and and he's got a uh, infectious kind of personality and and uh, it's nice to have him around us. Baz, what does the next couple of days look like? Uh, just doing some reading here. Ravindra Jadeja's out. KL Rahul's ruled out of the second test. Does that change things up for your approach? And are you predicting anything different? I can't imagine that India will go anything away from a spinning wicket. 
Yeah, I don't really know. It's like we're sort of, and you know what I'm like. I like to, you know, we plan as if we live forever, but we'll live as if we'll die tomorrow. Sort of mentality. Like we'll we'll enjoy where we sit at the moment, and we'll we'll just sort of lap up, you know, the 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 great experiences we've had over the last few days, and tomorrow we'll travel through to uh, to Vizag, and and once we get there, we'll start to turn our attention to that game and and have a look at the conditions and. And make a call. You know, you're not going to get every call right, um, mm. especially in conditions over here. It's hard to read some of these wickets, right? Um, but we'll we'll make a decision, and then we'll we'll go we'll go quids in on trying to uh, trying to commit to that and and see where we land. But look, uh, obviously, you know, Jadeja and Kale Raul, and and also Virat Kohli, who's obviously um, mm. not playing the next game as well. It's you know, you want to play against the best, and and you know, it's disappointing for. For the Indian side, that that, uh, that those guys won't be available, but they've also got an incredible talent pool to pick from. So whoever comes in will will be uh, will be difficult. So we're going to make sure we do our homework on them. Baz, you're obviously at the coalface uh, in India. Yeah, they they've gone from you know a day in looking like oh we're gonna we're gonna walk this series to all of a sudden missing three big players and being a test down going into the second test. Have you noticed a a shift in the uh, in the mood, uh, particularly with the Indian media? Yeah, I don't read anything like that, boys. Crikey, <laughs> what's the point of that, you know? <laughs> I only, my phone's on to answer, answer your fella's call, Good. send a message to mates and my missus, and have a punt on the TAB. That's about it, you know? oh, And just on that, mate, you'll, you'll have half a foot and that cracker sales, mate. What's been going on? Anything been added to the Baz stable? Did you have a fill-up on the weekend, mate? As I've already told you, boss, forty-five percent tax in the UK absolutely kills you. So, you know, Bear's got no dice. He's got he's got no bank. To take it on, but we'll have a look. There's a couple. There's a couple there that I wouldn't mind having a having a little go at. But you know, I'm more of the like when I when I go to Cracker and I'm, you know, you go through and you look at everyone's drafts and and you see all the all the horses and you go through the catalogue and all that. I, I love being there and being able to touch it and feel it and sort of, you know, walk into the into the parade ring and, and put your hand up. When you're when you're not there, it sort of feels a little bit uh, a little bit further away. So I might might save a few quid while I'm over here, but we'll see. I'll I'll give you a call if I buy some dollars. Okay? <laughs> I know you will. Every time I get a call, I'm like, oh, what's he got here? He got five percent. He got ten percent. Does he know I've just sold my jet but I've got to spare a little bit of disposal there. So maybe we'll have a chat there, Bess. Anyway, brother, oh, we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on the show. Well done on that in that first uh, test match against India. It was a hell of a win. Test match cricket is well and truly alive, particularly with the West Indies being in Australia for the first time in 27 years over in Australia, mate. Uh, enjoy the next couple of days, couple of weeks. Plenty of golf on cards? Uh, I think we're going to play not tomorrow, day after. And, yeah, I reckon I've found something on the golf course. So we'll see. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> what have you found? <laughs> that driver? <laughs> Oh, mate, it's so long. I mean, last time we played, I was, I was only about 10 yards past you, but could be a bit further now. <laughs> mate, honestly, he goes over with a 12 handicap. He comes back, he's a two handicap. Well, you tell me that. Is that coaching or is that coaching? What a gig, eh? What a gig. Well, we've got, we've got Jay, Jay Carter coming up on the show, Baz, talking about emerging New Zealand golfing talent. Your name might come up. 
Nah, I'm too old. I'm too old. But, hey, good luck, lads. Thanks. Thanks for the chat. Cheers, mate. Go <laughs> well. Share the bears. See you, brother. There you go. Has McCullum, uh, coach of the England cricket team, with us here on SENZ. Hmm. The TAB have already got odds out for the second test, is he? And uh, India dollar forty eight, England three ten, the draw ten dollars eighty. Yeah, well, for um, Jadeja out and Rahul out, and um, some some you know some players coming back for England, it wouldn't be a bad bet going for England. This like it was good to hear him talk about what they've achieved over the last, you know, we while with Bears at the helm, Stokes leadership, what they've been able to do for England cricket to get them back to where they traditionally have been in the past. Saying that that moment winning that Test match in India was probably their greatest achievement as a group, and it was cool um, hearing him talk about that. And and I love his eye for talent. Mm. You know, imagine being a young player in England. And traditionally, coaches in the past have looked past them, haven't really taken any notice. Well, Bears, his eye for talent and allowing players, doesn't matter what your background is, how much experience you have, if you have the talent or, or the, the game that is going to suit those conditions, we will give you a crack. And we've and you've seen that. Like he, We know he loves a punt. He loves a punt on the horses, mm. and it transitions into the game of sport. He has a punt. Sometimes it comes off, sometimes it doesn't. With Tom Hartley, you're thinking after that first innings, it wasn't going to come off. He finds a way and he wins a test match for India, uh, for England. Yeah, and I, I thought it, he, he summed himself up quite well, actually, Baz. I, mm. Like, I'd been trying to find a way of summing up his approach to things and hadn't been able to put it into words, and then he put it into words. He said, we plan like we're going to live forever, but we mm. play like we're going to die tomorrow. So it's just like, <laughs> I was like, that is brilliant. I love that. I love that. Look forward, never look back, mate. Aggressive as hell. Um, oh, it's, it's great. And you can see that the English public, the players, have really bought into Baz McCullum and, and what he's done. So a couple of days out from the second test, England playing three bucks. Good bet.